Talia. Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Hello everybody and welcome back for another episode. I am so excited for these next few episodes. So across the rest of the year, I have decided to start up a new series of podcast episodes, probably going to be called like Future Me. And it's an attempt to help myself work out what I want to do next year, but also help all of you work out as well. So across the next few months or year, however much, I'm going to be interviewing a whole range of different professions, different jobs, different trades, etc., etc., of people to work out, well, what does it actually look like to be a nurse? What does it actually mean to be an electrician and all these other jobs? And in an attempt to see what do I want to be? What do you want to be? And how can we work through that together and work out what is a role that will suit our skill sets and everything else? So I really hope you find these next few episodes useful to help work out what you want to do for your future. But regardless, remember that your job and your career does not define you and that your personality, your heart and your kindness is way more important and that everything will work out in the end, which I know if you're questioning and doubting your future, you're probably pretty sick of hearing that. But I do really believe that it's true. And yes, so I hope you had a good week and I hope you're excited to hear all about the life of a nurse. So in this episode, I'm excited because I interviewed two different people One who is the first year out of high school, her name is Darcy, and she did a semester of nursing at university and then decided that it wasn't for her. So I'm excited to hear and excited for you guys to hear why that was the case and what she found from her six months of university being a nurse. And then I'm going to talk to my auntie who has been a nurse for 25 to 30 years, somewhere in that range and done lots of different jobs in lots of different places and lots of different wards so you can hear that perspective as well so I really hope if you are considering being a nurse or have no idea what you want to do that this provides a little bit of clarity some answers to all of your questions and a little bit more of a clearer idea about what your future might look like so it's super exciting I'm glad that you are here and listening and I really hope you enjoy hello Darcy Hey. Thank you so much for being willing to be on the podcast. First question that I want to ask, how did you find the transition from high school to uni? And was that challenging or not too bad or yeah? Um, honestly, I didn't find it too bad personally because yeah. it was kind of, you have a lot more freedom with obviously structuring your timetable and like you have like it's a big transition, I think, from having the structure of school to then having the freedom of uni and having, obviously, no one being like, do your homework, like, watch these lectures. So it gets a bit of getting used to to not having someone looking over your shoulder and being like, you need to do this now. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you have 10 weeks of lectures to catch up on. <laughs> oh, no. So it is a lot, but it, it's not too bad if you've, like, got a good mindset and you you get straight into all the work and you don't kind of let it slip behind you because then it gets really overwhelming. Yes. Sounds like you had personal experience with that. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. So I guess my first question is why did you choose to study nursing to begin with? Um, Well, I kind of, end of grade 12, I was like, damn, I don't know what to put in my QTAC. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, nursing 
because a few people in my family have been like doctors and nurses and I was like that's like a safe career like and I like science I like helping people and it was kind of like a guaranteed job at the end of it if that kind of makes sense and I was like there's so much pressure in grade 12 to choose like a degree that you're gonna love and like like the rest of your life is like ahead of you you need to choose a degree now Uh and it's like so much pressure for a 17 like 18 year old to be like oh my gosh I don't know what I want to do so I kind of just chose it and then ran with that and was like yes I'm going to be a nurse this is going to be amazing (laughs) and then at what point in your first (laughs) semester were you like oh no this is not amazing (laughs) I actually remember it was in because we have like a mid-semester break after like five weeks or so six weeks of the semester at uni and I was talking to this lady and she was saying how she's like a healthcare economist and I was like that's so cool I wish I could do that or like and I was talking to my friends who are in like different degrees and they had so much freedom within their degree and with nursing obviously it's so specific that you have essentially no choice with the subjects you do which makes sense but I was kind of like oh wow I wish I could do that like I wish I could choose all these cool subjects and kind of figure out what I love Mm -hmm. instead of doing this really rigid degree. And that was kind of planted a little seed in my head when I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe nursing's not for me. Maybe I'm not super passionate about this as I thought I was, kind of. That's really interesting because you said one of the reasons you chose it was because you liked there was a guaranteed job afterwards. But then one of the reasons you didn't like it anymore is because it was too rigid and I guess it makes sense like like you were saying you have no idea as a 17 year old what you want to do so then going into something that only has one outcome could make it harder yeah it was like a lot of it's yeah it's really hard to go into something knowing there's only one career at the for me anyways like one career at the end of it and I was kind of like that's really scary because you're like really committing yourself to this career and it's like what if after three years you come out of this degree and you're like, oh, maybe I don't want to be a nurse anymore. And then the only thing you can really use your degree for is nursing. Yeah. So that was kind of hard for me to like swallow a bit because I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of commitment. Like it's something good to think about that people might not consider when they're choosing a subject. Yeah. So how was your six months of the degree? How did you find the lectures, the prac, the placements or the assessment, everything? Um, I actually like despite wanting to change, I did enjoy it. It was it's quite hard though for my degree because everything mm-hmm. was online. Oh, um yeah. all my lectures were online, all my like tutorials were online, which made it quite a difficult first semester, I think. Mm-hmm. But like overall it was good. The assessment isn't as hard as I thought it would be, yeah. surprisingly, for university. Some exams I was kind of like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> Honestly, it's not it's not too bad in my experience so far. And actually, placement is really good because they did it super early on. So they did. I have already done a placement in like first yes. semester, first year, which I think is amazing because it honestly gives you such a great insight into the career you're stepping into. And like, not that you get to do much, like you honestly just get to take like blood pressures and all that, yeah. but it is genuinely such a good insight into the career of a nurse and you like see how busy it is and like all the little jobs you have to do and yeah it was a really good experience but just yeah 
I just it wasn't for me <laughs> yeah fair enough and how did you find the placement like when you were on placement did it kind of confirm or deny you wanting to do nursing um it kind of because I was talking to one of the nurses and she was like yeah you should decide she's like do you want to do nursing you need to decide now and I was kind of like okay that because that conversation helped me and it kind of helped me to see the career and I was like oh maybe I don't want to do this for the rest of my life like it's a big like she was saying it's a big commitment you need to be in a hundred percent and I was like well if I'm having doubts and that kind of made me realize maybe I'm not in it for not the right wrong reasons but just like if I'm not enjoying it I don't want to become one of those nurses that like you know hates their job and is really like bad at their job just because they don't want to be there kind of thing yeah I know that makes sense I feel like I I really admire your bravery and kind of decisiveness with stopping and changing your course because I feel like a lot of people could waffle in that uncertainty for a really long time and kind of just keep on doing it because it's too scary or maybe difficult to change so do you want to talk through like what was the process of changing courses? What are you studying now? And, like, why are you doing that? Yeah. So it, it is very scary. Mm-hmm. I was terrified to change courses because I was like, what if I realise that I want to, anyway, like, want to be a nurse? Yeah. But um, it was pretty easy to change. I kind of just logged in online and, like, it is scarily easy to change because I just, like, <laughs> clicked a button and they were like, yep, you've changed courses. And I was like, wow. oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's, yeah, I, like, went in through the UQ, um, like, my university's, like, website thing and just changed. And it was terrifyingly easy, but um, I've changed. And I'm in a double degree of science and arts, and I kind of chose that to have more because I don't know what I want to do now. I'm kind of floating a bit. And I wanted to choose a degree where I had a lot of option in the things I could try and I think that's good for someone like me who doesn't have a like a definite career that they want to pursue at the moment yeah because like science I think is really good because it gives you all those options to like try things and like maybe figure out if there's a career for you in that and then arts is good I like personally for me I enjoy like economics and history so I was like that's a good balance I guess for me personally very cool So then if you could go back to yourself a year ago or when you had to put in your uni preferences, which is basically me, like what is the one piece of advice that you would tell people? I think don't rule out any options for yourself because – and also don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to decide a career because ultimately you can change. Yeah. And it's like – as, as scary as it does seem to change something in uni, it's it's okay to change your mind about something, I think. Like, don't... Yeah. Obviously, if you're being a bit indecisive about university, maybe just take a breather, like, take a step back and be like, really, what do I enjoy? Like, mm-hmm. definitely look at what you enjoy and maybe university, take a, like, take a gap year, take a semester off, um, really figure out, what you want to do going forward and maybe like choose a degree that has a like a lot of flexibility if you're sort of unsure like science or arts because that then gives you such a broad range of subjects to choose from and really figure out what you want to study but yeah I think definitely don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to choose Mm -hmm. a career when you're 17 or 18 (laughs) because 
yeah, you, you, it changes so much when you actually get into uni and you realise what everything is and, yeah, it's not as big of a deal. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that and I'm sure a lot of other people will. Thanks, Darcy. Okay. I really appreciate it. And now I'm going to call my wonderful auntie who has been a nurse for a number of years and I'm excited to hear everything that she has to say about it and all of her favorite stories, etc. that you guys have asked questions for as well on the at goodluck underscore charliepod podcast Instagram account. Hello. Hello, Anifi. Thank you for calling. Well, I guess this is going into the questions. Yeah. So you graduate high school. Living in out in Oki, you went to mm. high school, and then how did you wind up as a nurse? Um, for me, my first experience of a hospital was when I broke my arm. So I mm. begged Dad for a granddad for a horse, and he said, "Oh well, let's try one first. So we got the family horse. I hopped on it. A few seconds later, I'm on the ground with a broken arm, oh, no. and um, and then I went into hospital, and I just loved it. Like, I just loved being a patient, um, other kids, you know, and I said to mum and dad, they, they, I said, you know, you go home, you've got, <laughs> they, I think there's Sunday school, I was seven, and I said, no, grand, you know, you've got Sunday school and church and the farm, you go home, I'll be right here. So they left me in the hospital and came back when I was ready to go home and it was just a positive experience. Wow. So I think then looking back, um, so when it came time, the end of grade 12, I didn't really know, but okay. it got to the end of grade 12 when you had to make a decision and I just asked myself questions like what do I like being active? Do I like sitting down? Yeah. So for me, I'm an active person. I couldn't think of sitting behind mm-hmm. a desk or So that was one tick. And then what do I like looking after people? I like, you know, with the family, I always made lunches and did my sister's hair and that was a caring field. And I just remember enjoying walking down the hospital ward. Um, So I just, I put one preference, I put nursing, USQ, and that was it. I didn't do any other preferences. Um, They they say you should do the five or six. And, um, but I would just... You know, that's just I put that down. So not a lot of pre-thinking, but just at the point, I just thought, well, what do I enjoy and what? And it just led me to to nursing. So crazy. Yeah. And how much do you remember about studying and your cohort and even placement while you were studying? Do you remember loving it immediately yeah. and everything? Yeah. So when I um, went to uni you know we went there were about 250 nurses um, and you all went to the same lecture and then you had your different tutorials and in the within the first week you know I prayed all friends so within the first week there were four of us that gravitated we were all Christian girls and we stayed together for the three years at uni Um, and then the pracs I loved, I went out to Dolby with that group of friends and we all um, did prac at the Dolby Hospital um, and I did a community prac um, with the Blue Nurses at Oki. So I went um, all around the community mm-hmm. there and, you know, you go into people's homes and see how they live and help them and um, on the farm and in the little um, country towns. Yeah. So, and then and then I had pracs in Toowoomba. Okay. Um at the Toowoomba Base Hospital yeah. and St Vincent's and, yes, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you just sort of um, – it's doing and learning. So I like to um, be 
doing something while I'm with people, yeah. you know. So to me it sort of um, ticked all those boxes. Yeah, it was That's good. really cool. No, it sounds special. Mm-hmm. And so I guess one question I have is how does more of those rural hospitals and clinics differ now to being at like the Wesley in Brisbane? So it's really different. Yeah. Um, I really um, valued my time particularly at the Toowoomba Base Hospital. Attached to the hospital is a um, rural and remote school. So you had a really good training. So when I was there, I learned how to plaster. I learned how to do look after spinal injuries. You know, I, I learned how to cannulate and I was just learning to do a suture workshop um, mm. before we moved to the city. So you get what I found in the rural hospitals is that you need to have a broad knowledge of everything because yeah. if you're the one of the fewer nurses and you come in, your skills are greater. So, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, I would, you would, if you had a patient, you would do the ECG, you would take the bloods, you put the can, you know, you did all of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I came to the city, I found there was somebody who did the cannula, somebody did the ECG, somebody did, and so your nursing role was still there but not all those you you weren't relied on to do all those extra little things so I think the country hospitals you know they are really special and they do and they have grown a lot over the last 20 years yeah that's really cool to hear both perspectives and I guess it's kind of special and unique that you have had the experience of both have many nurses had that and is it something that like they recommend or is that kind of specific to you um, to me, I do um, have a, a heart, country people, and just what country nurses can give. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the same for everybody. Um, working in the city, working in the city, you get different opportunities. I'm seeing operations that you would not mm-hmm. see in the country. Um, so you're actually where the bigger things happen. So, um, you know, say, for instance, if there is a major heart operation or a spinal procedure, like they will happen in the city. So you get to see those things. So having combined the two, I feel like you can sort of branch over. You can understand the the patients who are coming from the country. um, And then, but then also having been in the city now, when I go back out to the country, I can understand the city side of it. So you get this lovely blend of both. But whenever I work with students now, I just encourage them, just go out, get get a country placement, just try it. Um, Because otherwise they're all trying to get in the city. And one girl just came back from Dolby and she loved it. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't necessarily expect the conversation to take this tangent, but I feel like that's cool to talk about. And it's probably the same with teaching and a whole range of other jobs as well, like going rural, just getting different experience. So obviously every day is probably a bit different for you, but do you want to run us through what a regular day as a nurse for you looks like? Yeah. Um, So for me, um, and that has changed over the um, 25 years, 30 years that I've been Mm -hmm. nursing now, um, in the beginning, it was full-time shift work. So each day, um, each week, each month was completely different. It wow. would be, um, 
it would be a morning shift, uh, evening shift or a night duty shift. Yeah. Um, so I did that for the first six years. Um, and with that, I find with every shift, you'd have a different routine. So um, you would sort of work out when the best time is to eat your three meals and mm-hmm. try to fit in exercise. And But now what a shift would look like for me now um, is that I generally now do, to fit in with my family life, do early shifts. So a shift will start at 6 a.m. in the morning so for me I'll set my alarm at 4 15. Um, I love to um, exercise before work so I'll either ride my bike to work or drive to work and go for a walk or a run along the river and during that time I'll either be with um, an exercise buddy or I'll spend time praying before work or just doing like a devotion before mm-hmm. work and preparing myself to go to work. Um, and then I'll start at six and um, work through till 2.30. And when you're at work, it's great. You're working not just with nurses, but you're working with such a great team. You've got doctors, nurses, um, cleaners, physios, orderlies, kitchen people, you know, the chaplains. Yeah. Um, you're all there working together to look after your patients. So I'm on a surgical floor, so it's quite yeah. fast-paced. Um, if I was on a ward, I would have say four to six patients and you care for them for the day whatever they their needs are yeah so that that's a typical day for me i work um predominantly mornings and that's the beauty of it you can you, you know um as your life changes you can sort of fit the nursing lifestyle around that have you had a favorite ward or floor that you've worked on so you're on the surgical now what has been one of your favorites in the past or most challenging yeah, for me, um, I would say um, when I was working um, full-time and pre-family, I used to work in orthopaedics. So for me, that is my probably my favourite um, ward. Yeah. So I worked in orthopaedics in Toowoomba. So I worked as a registered nurse and then worked my way up to a clinical nurse um, where you have a bit more responsibility um, for the ward. And then when I moved, and then once again, as I said before, with the orthopaedics, I learned how to put plasters on, yeah. how to take take them off, how to do traction for particular different fractures of the body. Um, and I did further training. So I started my uh, master's in orthopaedics as well. So that was something that I really enjoyed doing. That is very impressive. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so I enjoyed I enjoyed the learning, the um, just being focused in one area and the knowledge growing in mm-hmm. that one area. I, I, um, I, yeah, that was probably my um, my highlight so far. So then you touched on it briefly, but how did you find shift work? And was that really draining, or was it okay? Is it something that you can only do when you don't have kids and other priorities? Or like, yeah. yeah. It's uh, a good question. For me, I have found shift work, um, I've enjoyed it. Um, and once again, going way back to when I decided what I wanted to do, um, having been someone who has always been active um, and not, need, you know, I don't need a lot of recharge time. So for me, shift work has been um has been good it's had its advantages definitely and its disadvantages um so an advantage for me was I might work five work full time but then I might get my two days off through the week so you actually had these two days where you could just um have time to yourself and you know catch up on 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 things and being through the week um you 
have opportunities to do things that you may not get to do, you know, on the weekend. If yeah. um, And the other advantage of shift work for me was you get six weeks um, a year of holidays um, because you're doing um, public mm. holidays and things and Christmas and Easter, they give you an extra week. So it was, it was a bonus having six weeks holiday a year. That is nice. Um, the flexibility was great. That was another huge advantage, you know, um, just flexibility of shifts. And um, so for me it worked because what I find I would do with the three shifts, like morning, evening, night, I would just have three different routines. So, okay. you know, you, you just um, made it work that way. But then it, it, it has its disadvantages as well. There'd be times where I'd miss out on Christmas with the family yeah. or um, – public holidays or special events because you're, you know, everyone has to play their part with, with with shift work and particularly with public holidays. You can't be requesting, you know, New Year's Eve or Christmas off. You need to share it with the rest of the staff. So, and I guess another disadvantage could be too um, is that you do lose that sense of routine. Routine, your routine is, looks three different ways depending on what shift you get. So if you can cope with that then that's fine yeah no that makes sense someone asked has there been times where it's all just gotten too much like has nursing ever felt too heavy or too busy or complicated in your life for you or do you feel like you've always been able to manage it pretty well yeah uh, that's a good question um so reflecting back on advantages like an advantage is um that nursing has huge flexibility potential for being single, being married, you know, being full-time and then morphing into that time where you've got children, young children. But definitely I did have a season where I found it um, going to nurse, going to um, work, that I was going through this state of feeling quite anxious about it. And that period for me was... So I did my full-time nursing um, pre-children, then I went into children and went Mm part-time. I kept my registration up by going... Um, to start off with, I used to go four hours a week and then I would build it up to eight hours a week and then I would build it up to a 12 shift on a Saturday. Mm. But what I was finding, I had gone from the ward where I had been in orthopaedics and I had said that I would work casual in any hosp- in any ward in the hospital. And as I was driving yeah. to work, I was starting to go, where am I going to go? What am I going to be doing? Uh. Um, so 10 years of doing this, I, I found myself towards the end getting quite anxious of thinking, I hope that where I get sent that I have all the skills that I need because it would change yes. constantly. Um, mm-hmm. So I really felt it was on uh, my heart to look for a home again and that's when I moved, um, an opening came to move on to the surgical floor where okay. I could still be ca- casual but I put all of my shifts down on this one floor instead of all over the hospital. Yeah. And I just felt like it grounded me again with my nursing and gave me that sense of home and then that sense of identity with your nursing and just, um, you know, going with that little bit more, you know, peace and confidence, yeah. I think. So that would be my experience of a season of, you know, not feeling, I guess, as confident um, with my nursing. No, that makes sense. We've talked about before how you really like that it's the sort of job that when you're home, you're just home. There's nothing else you can be doing about it. Like it's someone else's responsibility. However, on the flip side of that, do you ever come home and wonder like, oh, I should have done this. I could have done this. Or do you worry about the patients or 
yeah, does it ruminate in your head or do you ever um, get really stressed for the patients or do you think over and over again about the accident that happened and why they're hurt and that sort of thing? Or do you feel like you can see everyone's injuries and pain from a really medical point of view and you can just let it go at the end of a shift or was it something that you had to work on or just talk us through that a little bit? I think it's definitely something you um, work on and as you said in the hospital setting you know you I I have always said to my boss at the moment particularly since I've been a mum and part-time that when I come to work I'm I know I can give you 100%. Like if I ever feel like it gets to the point where that's not the case, then I reassess how much I'm offering to work. So when Mm. I'm there, I want to be fully there so that when I'm fully home. But I have learned over time to, um, yeah, it's a hard question to answer, but just to, to, um, I I guess, yes, you do. You do think about patients um, and you do have particular scenarios. But if I come home and I'll talk to Stuart about it, you know, in a confidential way, then that's okay. Yes. But when you, you went back to, um, there are a few situations that stand out to me and it'll mainly be um, probably end of life scenarios. So yeah. someone at work could be um, really unwell. So, you know, you just sort of, um, you, you know, you do think about them more, particularly, yes, with um, the accident that I just, um, that we helped with when we were away. You know, I really felt like God. You know, it felt nearly like a blessing that you could be somewhere at the right time to help. So mm-hmm. there was that peace and that reassurance. But I did have that sense of what else could have I done? Um, but I, I have learned to, um, you definitely need to, to let it go and let God, you know, look after mm-hmm. it. So I know yeah. it's a bit hard to share because a lot is confidential or private, but could you briefly talk about maybe one highlight story about a patient and also one difficult story or how you work with those patients that maybe are more difficult? No, that's a great question. Um, So what I tend to do first with nursing and what I've done throughout my nursing career is put myself in the patient's shoes, you know, so you you come into it, you meet a patient and you, you have to do this very quick assessment of um, of them and where they're at and pretty much how you start responding to them can really determine how, you know, the admission process is going to be or the day that you're caring for them, how it's, how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so a positive experience. So, and the other thing I like to do is I look at the patient as though they are my parents, they're my grandparents, you know, they're my, my brother or my sister or my yeah. children and treat them the way that I would want anyone in my family to be treated. So when you put those things into practice, it really determines the way you're going to, I look at that person and, um, you know, look after them. So a positive experience would be one day I was um, given a particular lady to look after and it was really her, probably her last day. I think she passed away the following day. So it it was at the end of her life. And so I had her, amongst other patients, to look after. So I just saw it as my goal for that day to just, for her, the best that I can, to, you know, give her a good bath, um, do her hair, do her, you know, do her face, put a little bit of lipstick on and and just make and do her teeth well and just care for her and give her that human dignity that she deserves in, in her last days. Um, I went to a good friend's funeral and this same 
family were there. Wow. The, the lady who passed away was a, um, she was involved with ballet. She was the ballet teacher. They came up to me and they, they just said how much they loved me Aww. after their grandma and how much it meant to them, even the little touch of the lipstick, you know, just that she was a lady yeah. who loved to look after her appearance. And they said to mum that I, um, I was their mother's angel. And I'm sure you were. I'm sure you've been that for so many patients, which is so special. So that, that was, that was a yeah. real highlight. Um, and the other example that I have, um, which probably wasn't as a good experience, mm-hmm. um, but once again, you can see God in it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't that long ago, but um, once again, assessing the patient, this particular patient had extreme um, PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder and anxiety. Um, it was flagged before they came in. Um, but it really, unfortunately, um, also the patient had no family to go home to, yeah. was very isolated, and all of this just made the patient very anxious. But because of that, um, wanting to get home, um, the way that she treated the staff and, you know, the nurses and myself was not nice, you know. Yeah. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's a very confronting experience, but just have to keep reminding yourself that treating me this way because of the their anxiety. Yeah. So um, just sort of keeping that. And then I got the feedback again after that from other staff just saying how proud they were of how I handled that situation because it could be a situation that you become very emotionally attached and, and even become nearly want to walk away from, but you just yeah. stand yourself stand yourself straight and say, I am here to look after you and I understand that you're talking to me this way, but... I'm still here to love you and it's very hard. So that was, I guess what I'm trying to say is it was a hard experience but still if you understand, once again, put yourself in their shoes, well, how would I feel yeah. if I had no no family? Um, I'm suffering, you know, like it's, it's hard for me to go through the daily living activities. Um, so the way that um, then they responded wasn't, in their favour, it wasn't, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't good. So, but you still just need to learn, well, that isn't, it's not me they're attacking, it's how they're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good differentiation, but I can imagine it would be difficult to remember that each yeah. day. Yeah. Wow. So then I think I have just two final questions to conclude. The first one being, what are some of the main characteristics or qualities that you think make a good nurse? You know, the best nurse won't always necessarily be the person who got the highest grades or the highest, you know, OP mm-hmm. or topped everything. It's the person who can practically just be there for the patient and be happy to attend to all their, you know, all their needs that they need while they're in hospital. So just that compassion. And it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Very special. And then finally, if you could give one piece of advice to your 15-year-old self, what is that one piece of advice that you would want to give them or go back and tell yourself? That's a, a really good question. And um, <laughs> um, I, like, I like that question. No, and the big thing um, when I um, think at the, the Bible verse, that it's from Psalm 46, so be still and know that I am God. So I think we try to be busy trying to work out, you know, where we're heading and what we're doing, but 
I know for myself, and what I loved about this was with the question of going back to your 15-year-old self, yeah. I feel like I had the, I did have the privilege of, um, of that, of being able to be still and to be and to know. Yeah, to know, to just focus on who you are, and to um, so to be still means to stop striving, stop fighting, just relax, and just to put your hands down, and you know, and just really give yourself that time to just just to be still and to know that God is with you. Um, naturally then when you uh, start thinking about what will I do, who will I be, um, all those things can just sort of fall into place um, because you're focused on being still and just knowing who you are as a child of God. Um, So that would be the advice I'd give to myself. That's beautiful. Definitely a good Thank you so much for all your time and your vulnerability and everything. It's definitely got me thinking more about what I want to do and what my. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people as well, give them more of an insight if they are considering doing nursing into what it actually looks like, how Mm. you can adapt and change it to your lifestyle. And also, yeah, what kind of skills are important and kind of thinking about why they should or shouldn't be doing it. So very special. Thank you. Yeah. A pleasure. Whoa, what a special conversation. What a special opportunity to really hear the heart and the thoughts and the stories and the experiences of two people who have both thought that nursing was the career for them and both had different experiences with it. I really hope that if you are considering being a nurse or working in the health field, that this helped you to gain a bit of an understanding of what that actually looks like and what that actually means on a daily basis, but also what it means in today's world to study and undertake the processes to get to being a nurse. If you don't want to be a nurse, I hope that this interview, this little conversation gave you a little bit more respect maybe for the life of nurses, allowed you to gain some more empathy, but also it gave you understanding of what it means and what it looks like to work in rural communities. And also I think it provided some framework as to how to start to think about, well, what do you want to do? And what sort of questions should I be asking myself or should you be asking yourself to work out? What do I want to do? What direction do I want to go in? But how do I also realize that I am way more than my job? And I'm way more than what I do for a living. So I hope it gave you some respect for different jobs. I hope it started the conversation if you are a nurse. And I really do hope that regardless of what you want to do, maybe provided a little bit more clarity, even surrounding what you don't want to do. If you know someone who has considered being a nurse or who is currently studying nursing or is in high school wondering what they should do, I really hope that you share this episode with them. Just flick the link through, send them to them, or you could share the at goodluck underscore charliepod Instagram account with them. This series is going to continue with a range of different jobs, and I really believe that it can be helpful for a lot of people. And if it can reach more ears, then I think it'll help more people work out what they want to do, but also realize that there are so many different paths to quote unquote success and a good life. And that's truly what I want to share, if anything else. So share this with someone who is thinking of being a nurse or maybe someone who you think would make a great nurse just to give them a bit of a conversation starter or maybe even some confidence and encouragement that the direction they're heading does seem like the right one for them. 
Regardless, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and I really, really hope that you have a fabulous week and that you know your worth is not in what you do for a living, but it's in who you are, your heart and your kindness for others. And again, a huge thank you to Arnie Fee and Darcy for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us as well. I really appreciate it and I learned a lot from you both as I'm sure everybody else did. So with that, I hope you have a fabulous week. Thanks for listening. Feel free to leave a rating and review on the Apple podcast account. Follow along at the good luck underscore Charlie pod for way more encouragement, ideas and inspiration, etc. And yeah, I hope you have a good week. And with that, good luck, Charlie. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening. Good luck, Charlie.